Hi guys, happy Wednesday. I'm recording this in real time, so you're getting real-time life updates right now, but I'm super excited about today's episode. I interviewed Mo, and she is an abundance of things. She is a yoga instructor. She was a travel yoga instructor, so she went all around the world teaching yoga at different resorts. A birth doula, we went into that. I didn't even know what that was, and it was really cool to learn about it. We talked about meditation, different ways to cope with anxiety, morning routines, and just mindfulness practices. At the end of this episode, we actually did some breath work, so stick around till the end if you want a little 30-second reboot for your day. It was really awesome, and it actually got me wanting to get back into hot yoga. I used to do it a lot when I lived in Connecticut, but yeah, I really hope you enjoy this episode, and before we get into it, I wanted to give you a little life update, kind of. So as you guys know, I was working a corporate job since August, and since then I had launched my online coaching business and I was doing that on the side and in about November it was becoming a lot to do both at the same time because I was working a nine to five and then after my nine to five I was basically working a five to like 1am and you guys know I'm not a night person so I was just grinding and it was okay because that's what it's like being an entrepreneur and like wanting to get into your own thing and in February I took the step to actually leave my corporate job and do coaching full-time. So that's what I'm doing now, and that's why you've seen me promoting my coaching so much more on my page. It's because I have so much more time to actually give to my girls. So if you are someone that's been looking for an online coach or you wanted to get into my coaching but you weren't sure it was the right time, this is your sign that I'm ready to give you my all, and I really want to work with you. So that is Life Update, and maybe next week we can do a little Q&A, and it can be a solo episode, just me and you guys and your questions, and I can answer them because I know life has been a little roller coaster and you guys have been with me for, what, three and a half years now? So lots have changed. I mean, I went from Connecticut, living with my parents, being in school to now living on my own in Florida, doing my own business full time. It's kind of wild. 22 years old and we are just taking it one day at a time. But thank you guys for being here with me and I'm like getting choked up even talking about this right now, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we will talk one-on-one very soon. Hi, Mo. How are you? Hi, Joy. I'm doing good. How's everything going? It's good. It's a busy Wednesday. I think this podcast will be up today, so it'll be the same day that people are listening, but little midweek uh, hump getting over this one and then looking forward to the weekend already. Yeah, I'm so excited. Me too. Well, we always do a highlight and low light of the week starting off the podcast, so anything really amazing happened in the first half of your week? Yes. So actually yesterday, I went to a new yoga class as a student. And the class was, like, good. Um, but at the end, they used sound bowls and did, like, a chant. So I even, like, had to peek my eyes open during Savasana because I thought it was their phone or something playing music. But it was the guy really chanting and singing, and it was so cool and, like, beautiful and unexpected. Oh, that's awesome. Wait, for the workout. where are you located again? I'm in San Diego. Okay, cool. I've been to San Diego. I was there two years ago on a coaching trip, actually. We didn't do any yoga, but it's just, I feel like the vibe there is so chill. Like, just the West Coast in general. Like, 
It yeah, just is everyone's different. active. Everyone's up early and moving. Like the sun's shining. I feel like it's a really healthy environment. Yeah. Do you like doing hot yoga too, or just? I do. Yeah. I so when I was first certified in yoga, it was a hot yoga program, oh, cool. um, which was great. But now I'll just like I'll take it all if I can be outside. That's the best. I can have a beautiful view. Yeah. But I like it hot. That's cool. I used to take hot yoga classes every Sunday with my aunt back in Connecticut. I need to find a studio in Florida, though. But, yeah, yeah. My, my highlight is also an active one, but it hasn't happened yet. It's actually tonight. Uh, we're okay. doing volleyball with my friends, and we're finally taking advantage of living in Florida and doing beach volleyball. So I'm sure that's going to be my highlight, but I've just been, like, looking forward to it all day. It's, like, nice when you have a busy day, you have something to look forward to. Oh, I love, I love beach volleyball and I'm not good, but I love playing. Yeah, no, it's fun. I always say it's like important to have a daily vacation, like outside of your house. If that's like getting coffee or just like going to Target or just like doing something for you, like even if it's like a drive. So volleyball today is my vacation because I've not left my room. Uh, But yeah, any low lights this week that you want to like get out of your ether? Yeah, San Diego is known for being sunny, but it's really rainy and cold this week. Mm-hmm. So just like harder to get moving and like start the day. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's the low light, but it's definitely cozy. Yeah, definitely. My low light is my period cramps. They've just been a different level no, this no. week, I know. Yeah. It's like I forget what it feels like and then they come back and I'm like, no, this is 10 times worse. <laughs> yeah. But maybe the volleyball will help some movement and warmed up. Yeah, but we let that go and we keep the highlight. Uh, but yeah, so I want to get into it because I know you have a long, really awesome story that I want to share with everyone. Uh, but let's start from the beginning. And this is like my first time hearing your story too. So this is going to be a really yeah. like in the moment. But like, what was your childhood like and how did it bring you to where you are now? walk through that yes so I didn't grow up here I grew up in upstate New York which is often really really cold I just had a beautiful blizzard for Christmas um so I grew up there between two brothers and I've always been super active um and that's both mentally and physically so I always wanted to like keep up with the boys and like whatever my brothers were doing that's what I wanted to do If they were playing basketball, that's what I wanted to do. Like, just wanted to be able to keep up and never be, like, compared as, like, I couldn't be as fast or as strong. So Mm -hmm. I think that really has, like, stuck with me. It's a little bit competitive, but hopefully in a healthy way since I was a kid. So um, growing up there, uh, like I said, it's cold a lot of times. So I did always play sports growing up, but I started being interested in, like, yoga and running when I was a teenager so pretty young um my first like thing that was sports wise was running Mm -hmm. um so I've been doing that like since I was 12 off and on like long distance running um so I've always been pretty active and then for me I have always been like this loud this bubbly pretty positive but also like my brain is going a million miles a minute Mm -hmm. from like the second I wake up. So I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I've been like that my entire life. And I realized that like when I was running or when I started trying yoga, that I was able to have a little bit of time where it seemed like 
I could just think about one thought at a time versus a million thoughts all at once. Um, so that's been like ingrained in me as something that I need, almost like brushing your teeth every day, uh, eating a good breakfast every day has also been movement for me. And then cut to like 15 years later where someone was like, oh, you're describing like anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know. I just thought that's how everyone's brain worked. I and know. everyone else was just carrying it a lot better. So when you wake up, are you like me where it's just like when you're up, you're up and you're alert and thinking about your to-do list? Yes. From like the second I open my eyes and even sometimes in my sleep, I'll be like, like working, like I'll be thinking in my sleep. And when I wake up in the morning, I can like remember those thoughts that I was thinking about in the night. So I feel like my brain does not turn off most of the time. Wow. That's crazy. But it's probably why you've been so successful and why you're like so positive. So that helps. Yeah. Yeah. So for someone that like, for me, for example, I've tried, I tried those hot yoga classes and regular yoga classes. And I feel like the reason Mm -hmm. I do better at hot yoga is because I have to focus so much on not like slipping through my sweat. So like my focus goes somewhere else, but in regular yoga, I find it really hard to just turn off, you know? Uh, yeah. Do you have any tips for that? Yeah. Um, I feel like it comes with practice. So like with yoga being a practice, you're always learning something from it. But I've, like, gotten better at, um, if I'm being a student in a class, to be able to pull myself back into the movement. And if I feel myself thinking about, like, oh, how did my my podcast go with Julie? Like, Mo, you can think about that later. Right now, think about being in Warrior 2. Like, have a conversation with myself. I think that's helpful, but I get what you mean. Like, when you have your total attention on something it's normally because you're almost like overstimulated by the heat and everything and you need that yeah definitely so going back though when you were growing up you were running Mm -hmm. you were doing yoga did you go to school for that because I know you're a technical yoga certified is that what it's called yeah so I went to school for exercise physiology like kinesiology so my degree is in exercise science with a fitness minor Um, And then, yeah, I'm a 500-hour certified yoga teacher and an ACSM exercise physiologist. Wow. So those are, like, my big uh, degrees or certifications. So growing up, were you like, I want to be in the fitness realm? And, like, did your parents Um, give any backlash for that? Because I know I've had my fair share. This is wild. So I have super hippie parents, Um, super laid back, don't like to wear my mom wears, like, only high heel, even if we're going hiking, and my dad wears, like, flip-flops or no shoes. That is so, so they awesome. are, like, these super fun, laid-back hippies and, like, supported me with whatever. And I was always, like, the opposite. So I used to, like, write rules for myself, like, put, write a bedtime and, like, post it in our house and, like, tell my family, like, we have to eat this many vegetables. Like, I was a little, like... Bossy? Bossy pants. Yeah, as a kid. And then when I went to school, I would like loved science. So growing up, I always loved science classes. And when I started university, I was going for chemistry. And then I realized that you could like, I always loved how the body worked and I was really active. And then I met with a counselor and they were like, you know, there's a program and you can focus just on how movement responds to the body. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. So I switched over um, with like, still in that science realm, but to a different school within my university and completed exercise physiology. Oh, that's so cool. It's nice that you had yeah. those parents that were just supporting you the whole way too. 
you know? Yeah, but I have a funny little anecdote on that is yeah. that when I first wanted to teach yoga full time, I was, I had already moved out to San Diego and my mom was like, you know what, maybe that's just, that can be a hobby or that can be something that you oh. do in addition to a career. I'm like, no, I just want to teach yoga on the beach somewhere. And I know that there's a way that it's possible. Mm-hmm. And I sort of just put that onto the universe. And then like truly within a month, I was living in Mexico and teaching yoga on the beach. In Mexico? So how did that happen? Yeah. So you moved to San Diego and then a month later you moved to Mexico. Uh, so I moved to San Diego. I was there for like a, two years oh, Okay. and working in like a corporate job. For a little bit and then teaching fitness on the side so just to like pay um, the bills yeah okay. so I was just teaching fitness for expecting mothers and new mothers which is really really fun but it wasn't my full-time job and in San Diego a lot of people are yoga instructors or fitness instructors so it is pretty competitive especially if you came from somewhere else and didn't know anybody um and this is like before Instagram and stuff so you yeah. weren't like creating community in the same way um, so I just started like looking for any job I could find online that was more fitness based, but not like a gym attendant, mm-hmm. um, that just isn't for me. Uh, so I started looking online and then there was a job to teach yoga for a resort company and I met with them and they're like, amazing. We really like you. You're going to start teaching yoga at a resort in Florida. And then there's a chance that you can move on and work in different countries. So I said, like, thank you so much, but I've already moved from the East Coast to the West Coast. I'm pretty happy here. So I have to say thank you, but no thank you. Then they're like, so that was all right. I'm like, darn it, didn't get that job, but I don't think it's meant to be. And then two weeks later, they called me and they were like, hey, actually, we do need someone in Mexico if you're able to get a visa and go there. And then that's when within a month, I moved to Mexico. Wow. So were you doing all this moving around alone? Yeah. Are you like good? Are you like good on your own? I feel like me. It took me uh twenty two years to move out of my house. I was like hanging on by a thread. I like didn't want to leave. I'm fiercely independent, almost to a fault. Sometimes, like I can do it. There's either someone that's done it before and figured it out, so I can figure it out. Or if no one has figured this out before, someone needs to try to. So I'm a little bit independent, which sometimes backfires because I'm also a bit stubborn. But it works when you want to make moves. Yeah, definitely. So how long did you stay in Mexico? I was in Mexico for two years, um, Mm -hmm. which was beautiful. And I taught yoga and fitness a lot, like over 30 hours a week of group Mm -hmm. exercise classes. Um, But it was really fun, beautiful on the West Coast, on the beach. Um, And yeah, I actually just went back there for Valentine's Day with my fiance because we met there. Uh, Oh, so while you were there for two years, he was there? So was he... he on the sailboats and in the same place. And so then we just, uh, I stalked him for a little bit and now we fell in love. We were working for the same company. And then did he move back to San Diego with you? He's here now, yeah. So we we worked for that company for like another six years and traveled around and now we're both in San Diego. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So going back, I guess it's even before that, you were working with just expecting mothers, right? Yeah, expecting mothers and brand new mothers. Okay, so the most part of fitness. this sounds really ignorant of me, but I know you were a doula 
Can you explain? Yes. I don't even know what that is. I'm going to be completely honest. Absolutely. <laughs> so for anyone listening, I know I'm biased, but I highly recommend a doula. Essentially, it's a non-medical profession and it's a birth coach. Oh. So it's kind of like having a cheerleader through your pregnancy, your birth, and then postpartum. Um, so someone to tell you what's normal to feel, all of the options you have, and to kind of break through like old wives' tales and things that are more um, like commonly done in hospitals just because it's easy for the medical staff. So like for anyone that's already familiar with like fitness and getting to know your own body, you know that the way that your body feels uh, is more important than like BMI. It's a bit of an outdated system. So with birth, there's things that are really similar to that. Um, Of course, you always want to have a midwife or a doctor to be part of your birth experience. Mm -hmm. That's really important. But the job of the doula is to be able to nurture the parent or parents um, through the process and make sure that they feel really medically, mentally, and physically sound and confident. That's so cool. So how did you get into that? Um, you don't so have like you don't I have kids, right? Pre and postpartum fitness. Um, there's an amazing midwifery program in San Diego, so that sort of sparked my interest because I was in that community enough that I learned about it. And then um, I continued to do like prenatal and postpartum yoga. And during the beginning of the pandemic is when I went and got my proper doula certification and started to go to births and like teach birthing positions do affirmations, manifestations, creating birth plans with expecting parents um, so that they just feel like their favorite version of themselves, even when there's a lot of changes going on. That's really cool. So it was kind of like a quarantine project. Like, I feel like a lot of people developed a new little skill or hobby during quarantine. Yeah. And there were a lot of babies made during quarantine. So (laughs) um, it was like a good time to be able to be active in that community and learn more about it and then start to practice that skill, which I feel like just totally goes with yoga and fitness. Anyways, it's all the same mindset. Yeah, definitely. So you work with them after birth as well. I think that's huge because you see like, I don't know, on my TikTok, what my algorithm is turning into because I clearly do not have children and I'm only 22. Uh But it's like a lot of the parents that are struggling with postpartum. So like postpartum depression. So I'm sure that having a doula and like going through and like having those affirmations, manifestations and like something to look forward to is so helpful in that because I feel like a lot of women struggle with it silently yeah and like you're um an expert on like hormonal balance or you know a ton about it Mm -hmm. and working with people to try to balance those hormones you can imagine when you're going through childbirth and before that and after like your hormone fluctuations are just insane that you can feel like you're almost watching an experience happen to a different person even though it's within your body So having a few helpful tips and someone to be like in your corner the whole time that says, you know what, it's normal that you're feeling this way. Uh, We can make a couple of like dietary like requirements that if you hit those goals every day, you have a better chance of feeling more like yourself. Yeah. And it definitely helps that you have that fitness education background. So it's like you work both ways and you can like be that shoulder to lean on, you know, like especially because your body changes so much. It could be scary. So much. Yeah. A while. Uh, okay, well, that won't be me for a while, <laughs> but uh, maybe one day I'll have you as my doula. Yeah, <laughs> if you're still doing that. Are you still doing it as well? 
Like every once I in a while? I am, yeah. Oh, cool. Are you working with anyone right now? So, actually, currently not at the moment, mm-hmm. but there's a large, um, what's the word? There's a large, uh, like, military population in yeah. San Diego, and that's, like, a great community um, that needs more doulas. So, that is who I'd like to work with now. So, I'm just working on getting a couple of connections there, and then start working with those women. Is that because their, like, husbands are away a lot, so they just... You know. Yeah, either away or, like, training or just in general with the high intensity of, like, a military job. Often yeah. one partner is, like, at home um, handling that side of their life. Um, and then, of course, in most cases, it's, like, a cisgendered woman that's carrying the baby, but that's not always the case. And also parents whether they're a woman or a man they can have that support so men can have doulas too oh that's cool so if yeah. someone's listening and they like you know planning to have a baby or they're pregnant and they want a doula if it, it's not like from medical from a medical persona like how do you go about finding one awesome so there's a few ways to do it so the first way to do it would be online there is a a company it's called Dona D O N A, and that's the international certified body for doulas. And you can find doulas in your area from there. The second way to do it would be on Facebook to go to like a mommy and me or like a mommy uh, Facebook group in your area, and then ask there. And then just how you would hire a personal trainer, you would interview your doulas, okay. and then hire the one that you connect with, like their mindset. Um, their energy and my best tip of advice is to remember that they are your coach and your friend and your cheerleader um, but you're the one making all the decisions so you want to choose someone where your energy fits and you know that you're still in control of your body and your decisions because the whole point is to have someone giving you information not giving you more decisions yeah that makes sense yeah Cool. Well, I'm sure that's going to be really helpful. Uh, But now I wanted to veer directions into meditation. So, and like kind of just your routine in general. So how you implement meditation, if you do that on a daily basis, even into your routine, maybe we can start with like a morning routine and get into it. Absolutely. So you'll find that as we talk today, a common thread is that I'm just really interested in creating more tools and more resources for not only myself, but for others to feel more like your favorite version of yourself mm-hmm. and feel like more seconds in your day are counting towards benefiting you uh, because we just jump into getting things done. And I'm the most guilty of this, that sometimes we forget to pause, be thankful for what we have mm-hmm. in this moment, be thankful that we're able to make a thousand thoughts and like just breathe and let old things go so like i said i've done yoga for a long time meditation is obviously the more challenging part for me because it has to do with letting thoughts go slowing down letting one thought come into your mind at a time and then deciding if it's holding on to or not um so meditation has definitely been a practice that even when i teach it now um I know that I need to be doing it regularly, doing it daily to be able to share it or else it's inauthentic. So it really comes like from the heart. And sometimes even though we're just sitting after I teach a meditation class, I'm more exhausted than if we taught a yoga class. I'm just like pouring my nuts out. (laughs) Wow. 
So do you do, do you make sure to do that first, like before anyone, like before you do anything no, in the morning? I, I wish I could say I did. <laughs> I wish I could be like, yeah, Julia, my morning routine is like, wake up, brush my teeth, drink water and meditate. It's not that. It's not. <laughs> um, well, that's good. Like, we like real and yeah. honesty. I mean, ideally, my morning routine is, like, journaling affirmations, like, a phoneless walk. But, you know, that doesn't always happen. It's like, I got fires to take out and laundry yeah. to do and a bunch of other things. But, yeah, it doesn't need to be perfect. But I guess, like, ideal morning routine? Ideal morning routine. And then let's like give reality. Yeah, yeah, let's do, like, a slow Saturday. I like to... Wake up. Um, the first thing I do is take a vitamin C packet that I will share the link. But mm-hmm. if everyone goes and buys it, then the price is going to go up again. So oh. only half of you go and buy it. <laughs> but I promise you, it's the best thing ever. It's like changed my life, changed my skin. Oh my goodness. Um, so that's the number one thing that's like my non-negotiable that I do in the morning. And then, so ideal morning is have that, brush my teeth, and then spend just like a little more time awake in bed. Mm-hmm. And... When I do have, like, thoughts of things I need to complete for the day, I write them in a note in my phone. That's and so it re- it's, like, lets me have a little bit of a release or a let go, but I know I'm still going to worry about them, so I just write them down to deal with later. Um, I'm a big coffee girl, so I love to have coffee. And a new practice that I'm doing is that I make sure I eat something before I have coffee mm-hmm. um, because I – it definitely does not help with my like anxious thoughts to just also put coffee in an empty stomach. So I have a little breakfast and then exercise. So even during the work week, if I can, I'll start the day with exercise mm-hmm. um, before I jump into work and do something, go for a run, go for a walk, go to a yoga class, do yoga in my kitchen. It doesn't matter. Some sort of movement and then start my to-do list. Yeah. So being so busy, though, is it hard with, like, I guess for selfish reasons, like relationships, like with your fiance? Like, Like, does he do this whole routine with you or does he do your own thing and you guys just have, like, designated date night? Like, how does that work? Because I know you're a busy bee and you like to get things done. So he's the perfect balance because he is, like, the king of focus on one thing at a time and do it well. Um, he's also a fitness madman, so he'll go run, like, a half marathon and then, like, bike 20 kilometers and then come back. So he's doing that a lot of times. Wow. Um, so right now he's in the U.S. as, like, a tourist Mm -hmm. on a visa. So he's not working here, which gives him a lot of time to do things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when he comes back, then we try to, like, have, we always try to have lunch together. And then whatever we need to accomplish in the afternoon, then we'll go do that again and then come back. But we're really good at taking, like, the time that we have together and making the most of it. So we've been starting to play backgammon, which is, like, an old-school game. Um, Or we'll just, like, sit and listen to music instead of always feeling like, okay, we only have, like, two hours to hang out tonight, so let's... Like, we need to squeeze in a movie or we need to squeeze in going out to dinner. We just try to slow it down and do something that, like, when we wake up the next day, we're like, oh, it felt so good and, like, nourishing to spend that time together. Yeah. Wait, what was the game that you said? Backgammon? Have you heard of it? No, what is it? Like, I think it was popular in, like, the 70s or early 80s. I'm going to pull it up. I have it right here. I'll describe it for everyone at home. But it is, like... 
harder than checkers more strategy than checkers but easier than chess mm. so it's like a board game that looks like that looks like little triangles in a box oh it's a board little, game like checkers i guess around on it and you're just trying to knock the other person out essentially or get all of your pieces in oh that's so cool. it's it's like 10 minutes per match to play and there is a little bit of strategy to it so you can kind of just like lose time and play it for a couple hours and it's really fun Oh, that's fun. I love a good board yeah. game or, like, cards. My I got my boyfriend and I these cards for Christmas, and they're, like, scratch-off uh-huh. date cards. And yeah. Oh, fun. Yeah, you get it. They're from Amazon. It was, like, pretty cheap. It was, like, $11, I think, and it comes with this little heart scratcher. And we did one last night, and we were, like, we just got back from Cancun, so we are like, let's save a little money and do the, like, uh, free. There's, like, a free one. And it was yeah. go go somewhere and write out your bucket lists. So it's just like super oh, cute things like that. Yeah. Put that on your storefront. I'm gonna look for it. Oh my Amazon That's storefront. I know yeah. after Chris it's like a Christmas thing that I do my storefront and I do gift guides, but I should keep them up throughout the year. You're you right. Should keep it up because I yeah. would love to get that. Yeah. I, I love a good Amazon storefront. Like, that's how I shop on Amazon now. Because then you could, like, trust yeah. that the product is good. Because I swear, I'd be ordering things from Amazon and then I get them and I'm like, this is not what I ordered. Totally. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, I know you lived in San Diego, you lived in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Have you done any other traveling besides those two for yoga or just, like, mm-hmm. in general? Yeah. So after I was teaching in Mexico, I went on to teach yoga in, um, where did I go next? In Turks and, no, no, in Malaysia. Wow. I was there for like almost a year, which is beautiful. Then Turks and Caicos in the Caribbean, um, then in the Dominican Republic, and then in the Maldives. And I came back to the Maldives this summer. So is that all with the resorts too? Yeah, same resort company, yeah. Which is really like a cool opportunity, yeah. If you ever want to like just travel and see the world, I got to learn two more languages, um, like snorkel in the Maldives every day, just see really beautiful things and discover the world in kind of like a different a different mindset and teach yoga everywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And did you just like make friends along the way? I feel like you're really easy to make friends with. Yeah, I could talk to a wall, so I, like, I definitely met a lot of people, and then, like, anything else, you just, like, click with the energy that works for you, so I have great friends from, like, all over the world, even with my fiance, we're, like, if we're gonna have, like, a wedding, where do we go, and how do we do it, and how do we know to invite, who to invite, because our friends are truly all around the world, but I feel like I get love sent to me from all around the world, so I feel very lucky. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I One of my goals this year is to just do a lot of more traveling, but it's kind of hard because I'm such a homebody too, but I would figure it out. It's have just you about Turks and Caicos? I haven't been to Turks and Caicos, no. You have to go. Yeah, it's you like so it? Cool. I've been yeah. to a lot of places in Central America because I was a cruise, like my family loved cruises growing up. Like I've been to Haiti, oh. DR, like all the little Bahama Islands, Mexico quite a few times. We're also, we got like Puerto Rico, but not Turks and Caicos. Um, you've got to go. Yeah. And it's a pretty easy flight from like Florida. Florida. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty easy. Okay, cool. So now that you're back in San Diego, do you want to go into a little bit of like what you're doing now and how that's like evolved and kind of like the balance of day to day now? 
Yeah, totally. So working at the resorts, teaching yoga, teaching fitness, a few years ago, I was like teaching and I'm like giving my normal cues. Like if you do this, you're going to really like burn off that dessert later. You're going to get your six pack or you're going to have your beach, your body ready for the beach. And then I started to feel like that's not actually what I believe. I'm just like reciting it. That's like fitness talk. And I'm like, stop myself and I slowly started to create programs that were only talking about the medical excuse me not medical excuse me the mental and energetic benefits of exercise so then I started cueing and only talking about that so like all right we're gonna do um squats because as you strengthen the lower half and the core of your body your flexibility will be better, your balance will be better, and your strength through your back and your core will be better, which benefits you for years to come to be able to walk tall, uh, feel strong, and feel more confident. Like, cueing more like that than ever talking about weight loss or muscle change. So I would start to, like, catch myself and eventually only started cueing in that aspect. Yeah. Um, So then during the pandemic when everything was locked down, I left the resort for a little bit went home and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do this full time. So I created a little organization called EVSECO, E-V-S-E-C-C-O, that stands for Every Second Ounce. I love that. Um, And hired a couple of teachers and then only taught private yoga, meditation, fitness, dance classes, whatever, and group fitness and yoga classes with this mentality Mm -hmm. so every day like you say you do a daily vacation every day reminding yourself that you're you're more than this moment uh that there is an energy that you can create that's going to control how you spend the rest of your day within you and i started teaching like that full time so that was in 2020 um i continued to do that through the time that i went back to the resort i had a few teachers teaching for me with that same talk um, and then that. always reminding people that they can make every second count, they can create new energy. And then in the past year, I started working with a company called System 2. And now I get to work on the back end with online coaches so that whatever their mentality is, whatever their niche is, whoever their like audience is they really want to speak to, that they can do that authentically and grow their audience in that way. Yeah. Um, so I still do have Seco but it's more on a private and personal basis for now. And I'm doing a lot of like behind the scenes so that coaches can feel just as confident talking to the community that they build. That's huge. I feel like too, it's a few years back, the compliments and the way you speak to yourself and other people when it's body focused it doesn't feel as authentic to me either. So now, like, I won't even, like, I know the physical transformations are huge because it builds confidence and, like, it's, it, like, works in both ways that if you look better, sometimes you feel better. But I really have been mindful of changing even the compliments that I give instead of being like, oh, you look so skinny to, like, oh, you look, like, full of energy. You know, it's just, like, different Uh, ways of wording things. Yeah, it's just, like, making sure that you word things the right way, especially, like, when I talk to my clients. Like, I know the physical uh, gains and, like, those things and, like, building muscle, like, huge, huge. But that's, like, 20% of it. Like, the other 80%, I want to focus on your mind. I want to focus on your confidence. I want to focus on, like, keeping you motivated. And, like, 
that motivation stems from like wanting to live like a long healthy life and like being able to play with like your grandkids one day if that's what you want not be able to fit into like a certain size so I think that's huge and it definitely like correlates because I've been to a resort and the people teaching classes say what you were saying before like work off your lunch and I'm just like really (laughs) yeah Yeah. and like the physical part is beautiful too and like like you said the transformations but one day I was like okay tomorrow am I gonna be more pleased with myself if I can wake up like with a calm mind and feeling confident or if I have like visible abs and like every day when I wake up which one is gonna benefit me Mm -hmm. so if I'm gonna have both great I will take it all but I have to choose which energy I'm gonna put out into the world it's gonna be like giving a tool set to wake up calm and happy yeah I love that oh so cool so do you have any piece of advice for I don't know I have like a lot of um coaches aspiring coaches people that are like working full-time jobs that want to be coaches just because it's such I feel like it's just the best industry it's so rewarding so do you have any advice for someone that wants to get started whether that's like social media content creation or just like how to take that first step Yes, absolutely. So right now, the absolute best part about social media is that you can actually create a community. You don't have to speak to the 2 billion people using the app. You can speak to the thousand that think like you. Mm -hmm. So my first step would be if you're comfortable sharing your journey, just start to share. Um, Because when people, they start to like come out of the woodwork and say, you know what, I've gone through the same thing or I believe the same thing or I want to believe the same thing you start to realize that your thoughts and your voice that you've always have known to be true are connecting with other people. Even if it's different than everything you've heard before, like that little voice inside that's like, no, this is your purpose. This is your energy. This is what you should be putting out there. You do get the reminder that you are exactly where you're meant to be. Yeah. And if someone wants to be a coach and they're, you're already doing yoga or, um, you're already in the gym and maybe you're helping your friends or your family members, just get online and see what resources are available to give you the education to be able to like safely and effectively share the knowledge and the passion that you already have. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me or to you, Julie, or there's a lot of like great resources like ACSM, NASM, NASM um, that can tell you step-by-step ways to become a certified coach. Definitely. I was a a certified trainer. So at the time, I'm going to be completely honest, I had to pay for it myself and they were having a sale. So that's why I picked them over NASM. I know those are like the top two. Um, But yeah, like once you get that cert, the world is kind of like your oyster and you just start building your community from there and we'll put your like Instagram and bio too so if anyone needs some coaching mentoring or point in the right direction you guys can always DM Mo she's the best for sure I've done like I felt like for a little bit I was like collecting certifications so I have a really good idea of like what's worth it what's not worth it yeah um and how to once you have a skill how to like market it out to your local community or online yeah, I had to monetize that because at the end of the day, it's really nice when you can do what you love full time and it pays the bills too, you know, like and you don't have to yeah. have uh, like such a busy schedule. I know for me, like when I was working my corporate job, it was just like I had a nine to five, but I also had like a five to like 1 a.m. and it was like too much. And then you start losing yourself a little. So 
by having these conversations with people like Mo or myself, like people that have been there before and know how to do it in a way where you don't like completely exert yourself. It's really huge. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. If you have like someone to help guide you or the right knowledge, you can like jump ahead six months and save yourself a lot of time and like trial and error. And then one other thing I learned along the way, especially with like a yoga background is that you can help people and make money too. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people are more comfortable giving the exchange of energy, like in the form of money. And that helps have like an accountability factor as well as like them investing in themselves. So once you know what you're meant to do or when you're finding your way of what you're meant to do, do not be afraid to put price tag on it. Yeah, that was a hard part for me when I started coaching. So I was like, dang, I'd do this for free. And then I was like, well, now I live in Florida by myself and I need to pay rent. So <laughs> it was just yeah, like different ways yeah. to do that. But when you're uh, when you're so passionate and so sure about the services that you could give and the way you could change someone's life, it definitely is important to, you know, put a price to that. And it holds both you accountable to the services you're giving and the person paying accountable to showing up each week to their check-in. And I know for me, like if I physically buy something, I'm way more likely to use it than if like I get something for free, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay. Well, I always like to ask if you could give baby Mo one piece of advice right now, what would you give her? I love this question. I love it. I would tell baby Mo that it's more important to decide what you want and let the universe take care of the rest instead of deciding how you're going to get there. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And is that through manifestation? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Trust and surrender. Yeah. And just, like, being really clear about, yeah, your manifestations or your visions of what's meant for you. And then really, yeah, just trusting that somehow it's all going to work out. And it always does. And if it doesn't work out and you're like, no, Mo, you're such a liar, give it another year, give it another five years. And at some point, you're going to realize that everything you've ever asked for and knew from your heart was what you needed will come to you. Yeah, I love Not that. Not to get too woo-woo, but it's so true. No, I love that. I think for me, something that I kind of struggled with when it came to just manifesting and like every day, like writing out my goals, it was like making sure when I said these things and I affirmed these things to myself that there was like action behind it from me still because I feel like when I was younger I'd be like I want to be a millionaire and then after school I'd sit on my uh, sit on my couch and eat hot Cheetos and watching TV (laughs) you know what I mean so you just like there's a point where you still gotta like put in the work to do it but I think like a good thing that I mean, I try to do is like, I imagine myself where I want to be in 10 years. And then I act like I am that already. You know what I mean? Yes, like today, that is the way. I heard that somewhere. I forget where probably TikTok. I just get all my life advice from TikTok, but it was just like, be who you want to be in 10 years today. And I was like, damn, oh, that makes that. so much sense. Like, even if you have to pretend a little, like, just yeah. do it. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah, like I still wake up every day with my mind Mm -hmm. racing, but now I have such a better tool set to be able to, like, break down what is 
what's just like energy that I can let go of and what's something that's going to propel me forward. Yeah, I love that. Cool. Well, to end off the pod, I wanted to do also the one favorite thing of the week. So this is this could be one of your recent Amazon purchases. This could be a supplement that you love. It could be literally anything. I can go first to give you an idea of how out there mine is. But mine's going to be cottage cheese. I have, I have never had cottage cheese since two weeks ago. And I've had it, I kid you not, like every single day. But for since those two weeks, because you can have it sweet, like you can have, yeah, you can have it sweet, yeah. you can have it savory, like it's 30 grams of protein, it's just, it's amazing. I was kind of put off by the texture for a little while, but it's really good. Wow, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. And not what I was expecting. I know, I was okay. like, okay, let me just like give her an example of how crazy it could be, random. Yeah. Um, so, okay, my favorite thing of the week, this is... This is up there. This is like a tied for number one. So if I could choose this one, it would be this podcast. But my second item, the top one for my favorite thing of the week, has been a breath practice um, that we could do that's really easy, which is essentially choosing one thing that you're grateful for right now, big or small, doesn't have to be profound, Uh, one thing that you're looking forward to today or this week, and then one thing that you think you're ready to let go of, and you're going to do a little test if you can. Okay. Um, so first thing is a gratitude item. The second thing is an excitement or a contentment item. And then the third thing is something that is a release. So all you do is for each one, you give it like three big breaths and inhale to visualize, breathe in fresh new energy, exhale anything that's holding you back. So whatever doubt pops into the back of your mind. And you do that for each one, three breaths, and then it's done. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so you don't have to say it out loud. Oh, I will just, if someone at home and you want to practice this. So the first one's gratitude. So today I'm really thankful that the rain is making everything green. That's mine. So we take, you visualize what yours is. Try to see it, whether that's a color, an image. You take a deep breath in. Pull that energy in. And exhale out. Anything that's standing in the way of doing that gratitude, like that to-do list popping up in your head. Mm -hmm. Take another deep breath in. Exhale, let that out. And one more time. Exhale. We'll move on to the excitement or Mm -hmm. happiness, something you're looking forward to. Breathe in, visualize it. Imagine that you're already in that moment, feeling what it's like, the sound of it. There's laughter there, what it looks like. Exhale out. Another deep breath in. Exhale out if there's any doubt or nervousness around that. One more time, a deep breath in. Oh my God, I dropped my phone. That's how, sorry. (laughs) Exhale out. I was so relaxed. I dropped my phone. Okay, keep going. <laughs> and that's good. And the final one is to do something that you're ready to release. So give yourself an extra second to think about this. Maybe it's that you were a little bit short with someone on the phone or that you're frustrated with yourself that you forgot to do something. Whatever it is, it could be small or big. Take a deep breath in and just like see what it looks like in your mind. Feel that cringiness one more time. And exhale. 
let it go. It doesn't matter anymore. It really isn't going to matter in a week, a month, a year. Take a deep breath in. Try to clear out some of that energy. Get rid of it in your mind. Get rid of it in your body. Exhale out. Physically letting it go. Maybe that phone falls again. And one more deep breath in. Who even remembers what you were needing to release? It's almost gone. And exhale. Let that out. Oh, that was so nice. I kid you not, I got so relaxed, my hand fell asleep. <laughs> I just <laughs> dropped my phone. <laughs> Sorry for ruining that for you guys, but that was so nice, and I feel just clean. I feel like it's a good yeah, word for that. it. Yeah. yeah. I, I need to start doing more breath work. 30 seconds for every day, and Great. You can do it in your car or whatever, so it's great. Just keep your eyes open. Yeah, <laughs> if you're driving, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Thank you so much for being on. You're welcome back literally whenever you want. But yeah. Thank you, Jolene. You're so welcome. fun. Yeah.